Hey, stranger. <laughs> Hello to everyone listening. My name is Thraya. This is the Hey Stranger podcast. And before we start, let me set the scene for you. I'm currently sitting in a chair at my local park, which also happens to be one of the biggest tourist attractions in my city. Across from me is an empty chair, and on today's and every episode, that empty chair will be filled one by one by people of different backgrounds, mindsets, and walks of life. The only criteria is that they are a stranger. Words sound different. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Everything sounds different once the mic's on. All right, cool. You ready? Uh, I think I'm ready to go. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks for coming on my podcast. Of course. I guess my goal is to like get to know you as much as possible within like 30 minutes or so. Sure. Um, sure. Ask away. <laughs> Do you live here? Where are you from? Give us a little bit of background on you. Uh, so I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. Um, I've actually only been in San Diego since the 18th of... March. You haven't been here for long. No, no, only about like two weeks now. I okay. think it's yeah. I think it's just on like fourteen days. Um, I moved here from actually Missouri though, so I moved from Wisconsin to Missouri. I was homeless there, so then I just moved to San Diego. Okay. So what did you move here for? Uh, just to hang out at the park, basically. Okay. Are you homeless here as well, or? Yeah, I guess it's more like. Um, backpacking for like forever that's what it feels like more or less (laughs) like I kind of enjoy it it's more like being aesthetic or something you know your situation with homelessness is more of a choice rather than circumstances right okay so why why do you want to be homeless um I'm not really I don't really have any attachments or like responsibilities to anything right so there's like a lot of freedom um and especially since you're in San Diego and the weather's perfect all the time i just kind of get to relax what was the initial reason why you're like hey i'm sick of this i want to be free i want to be homeless like did something happen or was it like a gradual thing can you walk us through that i suppose it was pretty much gradual just like day-to-day grind stuff's kind of boring uh i was doing a lot of cooking work retail sales well before i was doing retail sales and then i got like really into cooking like i enjoy cooking a lot Mm -hmm. but even with that like even if you're doing like higher-end cooking or something it's all pretty much repetitive tasking so after a year it's like oh well I just do the same thing every day yeah I kind of feel like that now too even though I have a lot of freedom with what I do it still feels like like what if I woke up tomorrow and was like I'm over this I don't it almost feels like it's not a choice to just not do like the pattern you've been doing which is I guess the opposite of freedom and uh, makes me feel a little weird sometimes. But this looks like something you enjoy. Plus, you get to meet strangers. You're meeting, like, random people all I the know, time. I know, I know. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, even even with what I do, I still feel the pattern. Like, I love what I do. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. I mean, even the simplest thing, it's like, I don't know if the audience knows, but you have your mother here. Uh-huh. And that's, like, awesome, but that's also a responsibility. Like, family is a responsibility. That's it's true. one that, like, most people... Well, I don't even know if most people like their family, but it's like something yeah. that people do. And some people love that responsibility and yeah. others don't. But I don't really have that. So I just have this like different, different uh, sense of freedom. I see. That's such a good, interesting point because I never thought of it that way. I guess that's oh, there's a couple of ducks want to be on the podcast. 
That would be, a, I think, a very interesting and probably pretty boring podcast. <laughs> just like, wank, 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 um, But yeah, that's, maybe tell us more about that. Did you move away from your family or have you just not really had a family growing up? No, I had a family. I had a pretty great family, actually. Okay. So uh, I went to like a private high school. Um, my parents had pretty well i'm sure i don't really know how much money they made a year but probably like three hundred thousand. Oh wow i mean we had a yeah. nice house and stuff okay uh i was just um like i said more of like a spiritual thing like i was really into reading anyways like i would skip school and then go to the library so like <laughs> my parents would be like what's like what is wrong with you um but then i would be reading like spiritual books whether it's like egyptian or greek mythology christianity islam or like uh old hebrew like the old testament hebrew faith judaism mormonism i like all of them yeah why do you think you're so interested in that stuff it's to me it's like the most important thing you know that's like really the question everyone asks like who am i where do i come from (laughs) where am i going do i have purpose so yeah i thought it was probably a pretty important thing I have follow-ups on that, what you specifically talked about, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Um, so how does your family feel about you, like, kind of just backpacking, being homeless? I haven't talked to my family for, like, 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm actually uh, 30 years old right now. Okay. So since you were 20, you stopped talking to them? Yeah. Was there a reason for that? Mm, I mean, no, not really. I okay. mean, just the going on the journey thing. I was reading, at that time, I was reading, like, a lot about, like, Buddhism, so okay. there's like renu- like renunciation, so you give up your family and oh, like your possessions, and you just wander. Do you think your family's worried about you? Um, no. Really? Yeah, I don't think they are. Not in like a bad way. Like I don't think they like hate okay. me, but I think they're just like, oh, well, that's Anthony. Like, oh, really? Like, like they probably saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, so just one day you just up and left? Or did you give any sort of a warning? Did you say goodbye? No, I pretty much up and left, but, like, I, I called them. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go off and, like, okay. and try and find myself. And um, they're just like, all right, be safe. Really? Yeah. Didn't even question it or anything? No, I think they thought I was going to, like, call them more or something, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, I'm out. Like, that's it. Do you ever miss them? No. 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 Wow. I feel like me and you are very opposites. <laughs> Why? What? Like... I can't imagine... if I could give up anything but my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be, like, the last thing I would... Like, I'll give up... I'll give up all my possessions. I'll give up... I'll even give up my YouTube channel before I give up my family. Yeah, I probably won't ever talk to them again. Honestly. But, like, I meet a lot of people. Like, there's a lot of people that live outside, like intentionally or they're just like unintentionally but there's like actually tons and tons of people wherever you go like there's communities of people that live outside it's insane like there's probably so many undocumented people there's probably more undocumented people or like people that live outside than there are people that live in houses do you think so yeah no doubt that's crazy to think about so like you think i probably meet tons of people who i don't even realize are probably undocumented or like don't live in a home yeah Wow. Yeah, on a daily basis. I also think it's really dope that you are so into, like, the spiritual journey, too. I had this rule when I started my 
I started off with this series called Strangers Answer on my YouTube channel, which is I would choose a question, I would go up to a bunch of strangers and ask that same question, and the whole episode would be like a reel of answers, right? And I had this rule where I'm like, I don't get political, I don't get religious, and I don't ask you any questions that, like, you know, those questions where like you try to make someone look stupid. Yeah, yeah. That was like the rule. Every time I would go up to someone and they would hesitate, I'm like, it's not going to be political, it's not going to be religious. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you look stupid, but um, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna break that rule right now. I'm like really curious about your spiritual journey. Would oh, you sure. mind? I thought you were gonna say you're gonna try and make me look stupid. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine if I said that? <laughs> yeah. That whole speech just to be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> What's like the coolest thing you've learned? Have you found any answers? Is there a certain path that seems more intriguing to you now like, yeah i guess just answer that um well i got a couple answers so first i also look at like the historical context of all this okay so really it's kind of boring but it's also interesting um a lot of stuff is really connected like during a certain time in history like where there's like the silk road and like the roman empire and other like major civilizations there was a mm -hmm. lot of like trading of religious ideas so they kind of start to mesh together after right. a little bit. Like um, Taoism, there's like yin yang. Uh, but Christianity, they have heaven and earth. Like Hinduism, they'll have like serpents above their deities. So it's like this aspect of duality that you kind of see. And the whole point of that is like two things may seem opposite. But even with that, in reality, they all come from the same source because like nothing can be separate from God since God by definition would be like everything. So it's kind of like actually internalizing that and understanding it. It's easy when you like see a symbol, but like to actually get it is, is kind of the, the, the big aha moment. I mean, they're all kind of driving the same point. Right. I don't really have like an agenda um, I'm just trying to find peace within myself. I'm, like, pretty happy. I feel really safe. Like, I don't worry too much about, like, any of my possessions. Like, I'll pretty much sleep anywhere. Is this all, is that all of your possessions right there? Yeah. Wow. Do you have any secrets, um, that you'd be willing to share with us? Secrets? Um, I don't really think so. Okay. Maybe. Oh, yeah, there's this one time I, like, this is kind of crappy. I had this, like, wooden cantana that I found. So I was, like, keeping that for a little bit when I was in St. Louis. But, like, these guys kept messing with me for, like, months and months and months and months. And then there was, like, one day I just, like, snapped, really. And I, like, just beat the crap out of this guy with this wooden sword. And then uh, I just felt awful. Like, actually, I really, I get nightmares sometimes, like, still. So then I was like, I have to, like, be, like, I don't know. It just, like, it just, it's something that bothers me. Okay. But it, it is kind of, like, a dangerous situation, too. I mean, you're outside and, like, people have, like, knives and stuff. Would you see it more of as, like, you were protecting yourself? Um, I can't even really justify it like that. I mean, in a sense, yeah, definitely. But it, then it was also like, even if you're like being a monk, it shouldn't matter. You know, you should be like Jesus. Like people should like be able to 
nail you to the cross or spit on you or throw stuff at you and you should be fine. But in reality, that's probably not true for most people. It was just so long of being harassed and like, they, I mean, they were homeless too. So, but I don't really know. I think they just, they, like some people just enjoy like being evil or like being bad. So, I mean, I'm not too surprised. So you, but you consider that a secret you've never told anyone. You've just kind of been holding it in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you glad you shared it? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as long as it feels good to share it. I don't want yeah. it to. Like... No, no, it, it definitely doesn't feel bad. Okay, good. Um, oh, did someone just get engaged? Oh, nice. <laughs> but she's in a wedding dress. Did they just get married? That's such a weird place to get married. I know. There's like way prettier places. Like that's it's, that's in a corner next to a tree. I know. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things at this park. I've never seen someone get married here. That's beautiful though. Wow. Yeah. When we started this podcast, they weren't married and now they are. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's been like the Let me let me let me think of how I want to word this. I, I've got all the time in the world. All right, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. I just said I do nothing all day. You're like, all right, I got to get this. I got to get this right now. I'm like, all right, I guess, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll take some pressure off of me. Because um, usually I'm, like, worried I'm holding people up. But, yeah, I, I'll relax a little bit since you have so much time. Should I just, like, make up a sponsorship? What do you mean? It's just like, all right, thank you, Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I don't have any sponsors. Oh, no way. That's not good. But like, yeah, I'm hoping to like, that's my next thing I want to do is I want to like find brands of, I guess maybe I'll put this on if there's any brand out there that thinks that they would fit well with on my, on my podcast, contact me. I'll have my email in the description. Um, what's been the most beautiful thing that you've learned on your journey and what's been like the most painful thing you've learned on your journey? And if you could answer that with like specific specifics rather than general answers. The most beautiful thing is just realizing that like really like everyone's kind of family. You know, if you're out on your own, um, you have to start trusting people. You literally have to. And then also you kind of just open up. You kind of have to be more honest. I guess you could you could lie, but most of the time those people don't go very far. Um, mm. But then it's like, you know, people will be like, yeah, you can crash at my place for like a week or like, yeah, uh, here here's some money. And then it's like also you get to open up a conversation with people, you know, because it's just like this. You know, it's like doing this, but more informal. Like You get to learn a lot about people. Yeah. And you, you learn a lot about different ideologies and perceptions. And it's really kind of a beautiful thing. And you like you just really see how interconnected everything is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's crazy how similar my answer would be to yours. I love that. I really love that answer. That's really cool that that's your answer for that. Well, I mean, we're doing the same thing. I, You're yeah, just recording I mean. it. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, man. Okay, I have another question for you, but I want you to answer the second half of this. Okay. The first question. Which is like, what's the worst What's the thing? most painful thing you've been through on your journey? The psychosis? <laughs> Can you explain? Uh, it, at first, when you're like outside, um, it's it's kind of like something to get used to, basically. Yeah. Uh, 
you start thinking all these things but then it's eventually you just besides like the nature like it's raining it's cold it's pouring outside Uh but then it's like oh you're different than everyone like you're separate from society like you put all these things in your mind and that's what i learned about the mind and how powerful it is because i finally realized it's like what was different before when i was inside and that now that i'm outside except for that i'm out here all the time like if i just was in a car and then got out of the car like it's the same place so it's only in my mind that I came up with these things. So I can still enjoy outside, like um, like I'm going on vacation. Mm-hmm. But at first, it wasn't like that. Like you didn't, you don't have that epiphany or that uh-huh. idea of it. So it's like really painful. Like I'm so alone. And, oh my gosh! And I don't have anything. And it's like, in reality, I'm eating every day and there's people everywhere and it's like I'm not separate from society like I can talk to I can go and talk to anyone I want yeah. and I can like walk into a grocery store it's like why would I think that I couldn't <laughs> so how long did it take you to have that epiphany that it's okay uh probably like two years two years yeah I felt so shitty. or can I swear yeah anyways yeah I felt so bad for like two years like awful just for not having stuff even though it was intentional like wow so i can't imagine what like other people that are like put into situational circumstances feel about themselves like if they you know like lose their house or lost a job or even like you know i mean there's still nice people that are addicted to drugs but it's like they probably feel like a thousand times worse for some reason i thought that once you decided you were like super comfortable didn't care what anyone thought Mm -hmm. but it took you two years yeah because for some reason you think people know like for some reason you think like Uh, oh like people know that I'm homeless or like oh the cops you're like you're paranoid like oh the cops are gonna catch me and like all this other stuff but actually thinking that stuff makes you look more paranoid because (laughs) you're like looking over your shoulder and like people are like who is that guy like what is he doing yeah but oh my gosh here comes the bride and the groom should we get them on the podcast yes definitely (laughs) right now i don't want to interrupt that's so cute today these are the most famous people (laughs) um one of my favorite questions to ask people and i'm like so interested to hear your answer because you've you've met a lot of strangers who's one stranger you still remember one person that like sticks out to you yeah so there's this one guy um (laughs) we ended up he was really good at like contract work like construction sort of stuff okay and he was homeless for a while uh he got a gig and then he ended up buying a van and then he was like help me out and you know do some work with me we can like get more jobs done and i was like all right this is really cool uh we ended up getting an apartment but like this guy he was just is is just so bizarre because it was like so ingrained i don't know how long he was homeless for but probably a long time because he would like still dumpster dive he was making like 25 bucks an hour he would like still dumpster dive his room was like filled with trash like he would like he would just like collect trash to like make him more comfortable i guess we had a bathroom um he would still like shit in a bucket he would still eat like trash like he would eat like garbage food like i was like dude let's just go out to eat like (laughs) you probably have like five hundred dollars on you right now wow (laughs) like i said who knows how long he was homeless for He, he could have been homeless for like 15 years or something okay like i guess eventually after a while it's like that's what's comfortable 
Right. So even though like you and him had a pretty good setup and he didn't have to live that way, he just kept on choosing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Really bizarre. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So do you, um, it seems like you don't want to carry things with you, right? Mm -hmm. As far as like, you know, have a relationship with your family, you have very little things. So how does that work as far as you and your relationship with others? Do you see yourself ever having a partner, getting married, having kids? Or do you think you're just, you want to be alone the rest of your life? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Um, I think I'd, (laughs) I'd really want to have a relationship. But the thing is, that's kind of weird now is like... I don't think I, like, ever want to have sex again. Oh, really? Yeah, so that'd be, like, a really bizarre relationship, I suppose. You'd be surprised at how many people probably feel the same way. Especially now that, like, people are more open about their sexuality Mm -hmm. and, like, their sex life. There's, like, I've heard a lot of stories of people who are just, like, not into sex. Yeah. So you'd be surprised. But, yeah, so why don't... Did you have, like, bad experiences in the past? No, I had great experiences. <laughs> no, it was just like, uh, I guess, spiritual thing. Like, mm. no, I don't even like really think about it anymore. Like, I feel like way more light and like innocent, I guess. Like, I feel like if I had sex, like, I'd be like a different person or something. Can you kind of explain to us what your mindset was like before you took sex out of your life? How were you different then and how are you now? Sure. Um... Well, I started, like, I started, like, partying, I guess, when I was, like, 16, mm-hmm. and then until I was 21. Actually, I stopped drinking when I turned 21, like, the opposite. <laughs> like, I was partying already so much, but, yeah, I guess I would just, like, yeah, pretty much think about sex all the time, okay. and I would just be, like, hooking up with chicks all the time. I'd go to, like, clubs and stuff. Uh, yeah, it was, like, constantly on my mind. It's like an agenda, basically. Mm. So you can't really connect with people of the opposite sex because you're always thinking of sex. Oh, wow. So so you're like, so it's like if we're having a conversation, then it's like you're always trying to divert it into something where it's like it'll give you some sort of advantage to like have sex with somebody. That is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of just like enjoying a moment. And really the less that I've thought about sex... Uh, the more women are like attracted to me and I kind of do the same they like do the same thing that men do I'm like I'm just I'm like I I don't care like stop yeah I wonder um I wonder if before girls were still doing that towards you but because you were also doing it and you didn't have like a clear mind that now you're just noticing it Maybe. I mean, that's a good point. You never know. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes when two people are doing the same thing, it's like you're, like, in the mess together. Yeah. So you're not, it's not, like, outside looking in. That's totally true because I guess on both sides, like, I've had a lot of friends that were girls and they would just be like, like, yeah, like, I got this. Like, this is my man. Like, I found it. Like, what Like what are you talking? He's doing the same thing. <laughs> like, you both caught each other, I guess. Yeah. Do you have a mindset now that sex is just for re? 
producing and like it no. shouldn't be for pleasure or just you okay no i just found it like a, a different sort of pleasure i guess i okay. mean i just enjoy being like i don't know i just feel clear like free like em- like empty um all right since i have time here and you're not in a rush i'm gonna really think about my next question again <laughs> do you have any questions for me sometimes when people ask me questions it gives me better ideas on what to ask them well that's what you just did for me because now i want to ask like what's what's your most interesting guess of my like one stranger oh my most interesting guest yeah okay wow all right so it'll be hard for me to choose one person i've had on my channel because i've met like seventy thousand people but i could do just for my podcast because it's pretty new um, I want to like start this off by saying every single guest has been really interesting. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> like a mom. <laughs> just want to say all my children, I love them equally. Exactly, I really do. Michelle, I'm... get over here. <laughs> I want to give you this crown though. <laughs> I mean, I recently saw this TikTok of this lady who was like, um, I love all my kids the same, but there is one I am super careful not to wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, my most interesting guest. Okay, so I'm really going to, like, go hard on the word interesting. Because I've had, like, my most touching guests and, like, my most, get, like, guests I've connected with the most. But I think the most interesting guest I've had so far um, was this guy who said, and honestly, like, he kind of reminds me of you in a way he's just found a way to like cut the string between himself and things that society tells us we should care about okay and the way he got there was he he technically died four times so like that's pretty intense i know he had like four heart failures he finally got a heart transplant he has his old heart in his in his living room like on display oh my god i know he wasn't scared of death and he was just so interesting to me because, like, I've never met someone like that who... He explained it this way. He's like, I feel like I'm in my bonus round. Like, he should have died, and this is bonus round. So, like, he's just... You know, when you're playing a video game and you beat the level and you're in bonus round, like, yeah. you try new things that you wouldn't have tried when your life's at risk. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's probably my most interesting guest. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Do you know really what number cool. it is? I'll have to watch it. That specific episode I was talking about is episode 8. Okay. It's titled A Man Who Died Four Times. <laughs> Can't forget it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I guess he's been the most interesting person I've met. I don't know. I meet so many people, and I wish... Like, I'm getting to a point where I feel like I'm starting to forget some people I've met, and I hate that, but, like, there isn't enough room in my brain. Do you ever feel that way? Where, like, you've met so many people that, like, it seems like it there isn't enough room in your brain to remember details of things yeah like all the time yeah i mean that's that's literally a part of like whatever i'm doing basically it's like you have to let go like you don't have to hold on to everything you kind of just remember the idea of it the feelings of it do you ever feel uh lonely not anymore not anymore after those first two years yeah i feel like i had some sort of uh catharsis or maybe some like gnosis I feel uh, personally connected with uh, the big G, so. (laughs) The big G, I'm like, who is he talking about? 
Um, the yeah. uh, the original gangster himself. <laughs> God. Have you ever not believed? No. I've always believed in God. Just whatever that is. Have you ever got into discussions with someone who doesn't believe? Yeah, all the time. What's been like the most interesting thing you've learned and maybe the most interesting thing you've relayed to someone when you get in discussions with people who don't believe? The one thing I always find that's really dis- interesting is when people start talking about like um, multiverse theory or something like that because they're believing in like multiple dimensions and that like anything's possible and all this other stuff and then it's like, well, uh, what about a universe where like where there's like Buddha? And they're like, no. It's like you just said anything. You just said like a dinosaur could like fly a spaceship, but like you won't believe in Jesus or Buddha. So it's like I, I think that's kind of bizarre. The thing that always bothers me is like people are like, "We're smarter today." Like I take calculus, I take trigonometry. It's like, what are you talking about? They invented <laughs> calculus. Like they invented trigonometry. So right now you would say like you're a Christian, or would you not even label yourself? I'd say I'm a Christian. You're a Christian. Yeah. When did you become a Christian? Um, I'd say, I mean, I guess pretty much since I was like 19. All right. For some reason, I imagine that you were like in search of what to believe in. Um, yeah, still a little bit too. Because, I, I mean, I was, I guess I would have identified as Christian or I, I was still holding on to Christianity or preferring Christianity. Mm. So I was just preferring Christianity. Okay. I think I just hit a point where it's, there's like, when you look into the old Roman, Greco-Roman society, they have a structure for learning about spiritual concepts. So it starts with uh, Heilich, which are going to be most people. So they don't understand anything spiritual. And then there's uh, pneumatic, which in English means the spirit. So they understand the spirit of the text. Mm. So like the Bible. Like, they understand the spirit of what it means. Like, mm. be a good person, do the right thing. And that's most religious texts. And then the next area is uh, psychic, which means that you internalize it and use it and, u- and utilize it as part and integrate it as part of your ego. So that's when people start to say, like, I am like Jesus. Not like the crazy people that are like, I am Jesus. The, 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 the psychic level of initiation is like, I am like Jesus or like I'm starting to see this in me Mm. Uh, and then the last is Gnosis or Gnostic which is uh, revelation so then at that point you have a epiphany a revelation it's like those people holy men people that see things people that hear things I saw angels I hear this I know I've seen the universe I understand I like know God so I feel like I'm at the Gnostic level. I think your question was about if if there was another, if I came to another religion. Yeah. But I feel like um, they all have the same message through the through a revelation because God is infinite, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient, uh, all knowledgeable. So whatever is whatever is here that we see is only an aspect of eternity i mean people talk about infinite like it's a candy bar but they don't really understand (laughs) what infinity is (laughs) to kind of like wrap this up a little bit do you if you could relay one message to everyone listening what would it be 
I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Fig- figure it out on your own. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Just like drop the mic, like do it yourself. <laughs> I think that's been one of my favorite endings. That's really good. Good job, man. That's really good. Cool. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Before you go, I do have a huge favor to ask. Because my podcast is so new and there are so many amazing podcasts out there, the best way you can help me stand out and grow is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. This podcast is available on other platforms as well, like Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and many others. So following and subscribing on there will help also. But again, the best thing you could do is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. I hope you'll consider doing it. To make it fun, I thought it would be cool for you all to answer the following question under hopefully a five-star review. Who's one stranger you still remember? I'll read through all your answers share some on my instagram story so if you want me to tag you please make sure to include your instagram handle as well my instagram handle is actually thor.aya thank you so much i love you all and we'll meet again next tuesday